3: No, no, Don't do it like that. No, 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 that's not how you work with the recorder. Don't do that that way. It's, it's, it's very simple. You have to look at it the right way. To get around these three people, you're going to need to use a truck, a dolly, and then a pan and scan. No, no, no. It's the pan and scan later which encapsulates the whole thing. Ah, your cinematography is so much having problems! Why is this? Why can you not help in this situation? Now, ah, all right, all right, all right. I think we need to take a look at what we have. Why doesn't everyone take five, get a break, have a drink, whatever you need to do? And, um, and, and Phil? Yeah, you go take... Yes, you take care of that over there. Yes, further even further why don't you try the back room thank you Uh, this is what i had to deal with huh Uh, well i'm sorry you've caught us at a very strange and unusual time well in that we never had to pan and scan like this before It seems every day when we're doing this sort of thing, we end up with more and more problems. All these technologies that's not integrating everywhere, and trying to arrange these, the, the scenes just don't flow the way they used to. Ah, hopefully I'm not getting tired. I will do what every great artist will do. I will take a look at what's presented to me. I will complain endlessly about the technology I have to use this with, and that I will imbibe VAST amounts of alcohol until I feel better. <sighs> but speaking of technology, I suspect you want to know what happened more at the temporary Celestia, yes? Good, good. You sit. No, no, not there. Not until we get it cleaned. Uh, oh, there. Bring the chair over. Thank you. <sighs> good. Are, are we sitting comfortably? That will be good. Yes, good. So last we talked with the Taumari Celestia, a great revelation had come about. Yorni had become, well, I guess you call it a proto-apprentice technomage, thanks to her dealings with the association. Anduli and Miograt went to go follow Yorni to find out more about this strange new person who turned out to be a technomage hiding on board the whole time. I should also mention that during this time, that Ty was investigating the cathedral, the church, the chapel. But we'll get to that soon enough. However, I should mention that in the discussion, there were some issues and problems when dealing with uh, the uh, technomage himself. Well, I should also mention one other thing about him. I have to say this for the record,
0: and I have to keep this for uh the recording uh when i initially introduced him i introduced him as scrab however i had read the wrong line and realized that i'd already used that line for a previous character so i had renamed him in the interim as edland so this will be uh from now, from this point on you'll refer to him as, as technomage edland um i suppose you can try for ed but i bet you he'll be annoyed with that so yeah uh, what'd you say ty yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that like, it's that guy with the thing and the uh, who cares? soup, so, soup guy. Yeah. guy. So okay.
2: was, she wasn't even there, so she doesn't know him anyway. But.
0: Well, this is where it gets even more interesting because when you guys went into uh, the room with the techno mage, the door closed behind you, but not in the you are sealed in with me, but more of the close the door, you're letting the air in, you're letting the draft in, um, in which it then closed no problem, and you guys started having a conversation with uh, Edlund, uh, which was kind of sporadic and unusual, and weird questions and answers. At the same time, I however... I think
4: answers is being a little generous.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were a couple. There were a couple. Um, but at the same time, Ty had had enough. Had Somebody had walked up in a essentially a bowler hat and a mutton-chop mustache older guy kind of portly with a cane who said, Oh, did you want into the chapel? And Ty went, yes, I want in. And they said, well, as I relieve myself of the debt I have to you, I will bring you in. And Ty didn't know, didn't know, or did not care what this debt was until eventually <laughs> kind of asked, who is this person? It was Wagner in a human body and what you can assume is his original body. He was when he came back through from the past, he was a Bricari female. Now he is an older human male. With that, he gave a couple of words. The sentries at the door to the chapel opened up, the chapel doors opened up, and light streamed out, and in true dramatic fashion, Ty walked in and the door closed behind her. That is where we left last time because I thought that would be one hell of a cliffhanger. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. By, the, by the way if anyone has seen the live-action version of the tick they did on Amazon plus there was a great scene where um the terror found Arthur bound him up and Arthur going where am I here comes the terror you know who who actually tells his uh echo to say you know echo uh, play dramatic music Dun-dun! looks over at, at Arthur Arthur screams and Literally, the terror looks right into the camera and screams, Cliffhanger! And that was where the season ended. Yeah, that sounds like a tip. Wow. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's kind of what happened this time, except nobody shouted the word Cliffhanger, except for me. Actually, I think also, do I think uh, Neergrant did as well. Where do we start first? I would love to start with Ty, but I want to keep everybody in a sense of suspense. <laughs> Sorry. Of course they do. I would not be doing my job right if I just opened with the fun stuff. So let's start back with Duli, M- uh, Mirkradats, and Yorni, who are talking to the Techno Mage Endlet. Now, again, he offered soup and told everyone to sit, eat. It's hot. He actually starts eating himself a little bit while answering. He is technically answering whether or not he's actually saying the things you want to hear. Is no, another he's question.
4: responding, he's okay. replying. Okay, I, I I think answering is still very generous terminology for what he's doing.
0: Fair enough. So during that question answer period, one thing that Yorni did ask is, can you teach me? And he said, yes, yes, I can. Um, This is basically where we left off with the conversation. So I will let y'all if you need to take a moment to get into character or get into questions and answer mode, feel free. But I'll let y'all take the, the first uh, first go. Y'all as in me and- Julie and, and and Yes. Yes, okay. I will say this. There was one other thing that happened last episode, which was, um, excuse me, doo who said, wait, this guy is a technomancer, a technomancer? I said, yes. And Julie actually said, I knew it.
3: I knew it! Ty's gonna be so pissed! Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I didn't say um,
0: that. Which, which, which is quite literally the episode that was just posted. Episode 5 was the two of you looking for techno mm-hmm. Alright, so, so we've left the techno
1: mage. No, no, you're still there. No, we're still there. Okay. You still in front of you. Yeah,
4: okay. we're eating soup yes. and, and being, and spouting cryptic nonsense.
0: Mm-hmm. Like like just say talking for you know for being polite, but yes. Uh, <laughs> All so, right. Listen, like, when yes, this um, is
4: recorded for the library archives, Murgatr's going to make it very clear that there's some cryptic nonsense going on.
0: And he <laughs> offered to free his ship, right? Yes, yes, that was the thing. The reason he's part, part of this here is that his ship because he was experimenting with certain types of illusions and uh, dimensional uh, articulations, his ship was in a debris field, that's where he was practicing to see what he could do, when it was accidentally salvaged and welded to the hull of the uh, Celestia. So his ship is quite literally trapped within this ship.
4: Super glad we're on like a giant interstellar spaceship that's made of actual salvage.
2: We well, you got to recycle thing. the material somewhere. Yeah. Metal's expensive.
4: I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, come on.
0: <laughs> All right. Hey, it's not like they can. You know, it's not like they can issue it to the deep. This is valuable material.
4: Yeah, but like, maybe instead of just like grabbing random shit and welding it on, you like break <laughs> down materials and like. Form them into custom parts like you would normally do if you were a sane goddamn cruise ship corporation.
0: <laughs> but that's expensive. Uh...
4: So in the demo, oh. when it was like all oh, this luxury, no expense spared, that was a goddamn
2: lie. Uh, Yeah, oh, this is a no company, was isn't
4: it? No, I thought it was. I thought <laughs> it was a. I thought it was an interspecies effort.
0: It's a. Ch- it was an interspecies effort, but it was a mega corporation. Uh so as they call it, it was uh Mimbari uh, uh technology, Narn Hulls, Drazi weaponry, human uh, human communication, and Burkiri money. Uh oh, and uh, Centauri sense of style. And
4: i That's how it you was...
0: Exactly! I just don't like to advertise that one, because if you put the word Pachmara in the title of something, people, everybody, every other race goes, Really? Um... Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah! I love how everyone just, Yeah, okay, you got me there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, while you guys are talking and eating, Yorni is doing her best to not explode with, I guess you could call it joygasms, uh, and in- Inquisition gasms. She's still trying to be quiet, but you could tell that even though she's eating gently and regularly, she has so you has seen somebody? Yes. Okay. Do you ever see somebody who, while they're eating, their food shakes ridiculously, and not because they're scared? Yes.
4: It's
0: like yeah, that's what Giorni's
4: do doing right now. So the questions don't come out. <laughs> Something like that. Yes.
0: So, like I said, uh, he's just sitting there, he's eating, he, uh, you know, he he's, seems to be very patient and waiting the situation out, uh, but, you know, he seems to be enjoying his food.
1: Alright, I I have some more questions,
0: if I could. Oh, oh, please, please,
1: please! Do you know where we are, like, where the ship is?
0: Ah, uh, I think so. He, got, he closes his eyes for a second, raises his hands into sort of this glyph pattern, which he then pulls apart like a scroll, which then goes into blueprints, which then three-dimensionally expands into a holographic representation of the area. And he goes, all right, I think here, touches somewhere in the map. That's the edge of Vorlon's space, if I'm correct. Now over here is where we are, and where we started from was about here. He kind of, every place he touches, he leaves a little glowing mark that stays there.
1: Okay. And mm-hmm. you say that so if, I... if we uh, release your shoe, you're gonna go home?
0: Well, there's only so much I can go to. I mean, there's, I can't take you to my home, but um, I I very much, what I'm mostly interested is staying with my ship. I've spent so many years with this, but I realize we're not exactly on the edge of known space anymore. We're kind of beyond that. And while many of my brothers and sisters would love to cherish the opportunity of investigating certain things, um, I myself have understood that mm, things are weird out there. And we honestly should be taking time to figure out how best to situate ourselves and everything else, but you know, that's also a y'all problem, but I'm just trying to be of help.
1: Right, but if you're leaving to go somewhere, you you have a way of getting there.
0: Quite possibly. Yes. Assuming I can get this he waves his arms around out of there, and he waves. You know, he waves both his hands towards where the doors were. It now looks like a bookcase, by the way.
1: <sighs> right, but <laughs> how are you getting there? Mm-hmm. Do you know jump a jump gate that you're going to go through? How are you getting there?
0: He kind of brings his voice down a little bit low. Kind of re- leans in, kind of conspiratorially. There are certain things that my order knows about navigation. Now, we're far enough away from our network of navigational points that it's a little tricky, but with my ship, with a few other bits that I could find, maybe getting a couple of good guidance spells, I should be able to navigate towards something which should get me to at least uh, a place that my, my brethren understand. Whether or not it's something the ISA understands or the Earthers or the Narn or the or this she or the Centauri, he it, you know, repetitively points to each of you uh, in turn. Um, no, it's a different question. And I can't take you to those points, which I'm assuming is what you're asking for. You're looking for a way home. Yes. are
1: looking for a way home and I'm hoping that you can help us.
0: I can, I can certainly try. But I definitely need my ship returned to me, one way or the other. And unfortunately, the way that it's situated, I can't even—I can't break out. I can't merge with with the ship that I'm in. I, you know, I can't make this one large penance. It would be nice, and I think if my brothers and sisters could see this, they would be both shocked, awed, and and probably applaud. I think. Uh, but at the same time, I can only do so much in the situation I'm in now. But. I have things that can't be of uh, assistance like and he uh, goes stands up, takes his bowl, he immediately brings it to this sink and it looks just like a 19th century sink which he places his bowl into and he says, uh, where was it? Where was it? Oh yes, that's right and he wanders out of this room into a different adjacent room and it doesn't have a full door opening and closing, but there is some sort of aperture that he just kind of brushes open goes out goes into you could hear him rummaging around no 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 oh oh that's where i put that oh no 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 oh wait wait nope that's not it okay ah here we are here we are here we are comes back in and he says ah first things first now i was given a question which i responded so in in regards to that by serious uh, tradition two things have to happen he reaches into his own jacket and he says, let me—he tells everyone. Let me show you. Just a moment. Just a moment. already. Uh, uh, could you stand up for a minute? She she kind of stands up for a bit. Uh, Turn around, face your associate, please. She stands up, turns turns toward both Dooley and, and Mirkrat. He walks up behind and just kind of pulls out what looks to be a brooch, like an old cameo, except it's made instead of white and black. It's kind of red and blue.
4: You forgot to show us there was nothing at the sleeve first.
0: <laughs> well, he did pull it from his jacket I and mean, he literally just like you know, like he was pulling for his passport or a credit card or something like that. And he got it and he goes, "Uh, here we go." And he places it on Yorni's neck, at the back of the neck, and you see her kind of go, "Ah, ah, ah." And he says, "Dad, no, no, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Just the limiter. That will keep you stable. Good. Good. I guess you are now uh, a partial, at least a partial apprentice. Good. Uh, Here's the other part of that, of the tradition. Here we go. And he offers up what can only be described as, like, a poor man's leather haversack. It looks beaten up. It looks rough. It looks patched with duct tape. But it's a haversack. He says, ah, you'll be needing this. And she says, um... Uh, what for? He says, okay, first things first. Uh, he he opens it up a little bit, puts his hand inside, down to about the wrist, and then he kind of waddles it around. And he pulls out, essentially a wrench. He Drops that down, he goes and he pulls out again a screwdriver, which is also an electric type, which is not just the, you know, it mostly also does, a uh, uh, electrical probing and checks for, uh, uh, connectivity. He pulls out, he says, there's some things in there, but it's good for storage. Whatever you do, never, and he points at his own wrist, never go this far into it. Two dimensional structures are a pain and you could lose the arm. And she says, wait, what? He says, yes, you need uh, a, you need a satchel. This is a satchel, it's one of the items of power. You are always given that, but it's a place where you could at least keep your, and he takes her book, puts it in the satchel, the satchel is nowhere near as large that should fit this, and it just kind of drops right in. And he says, "No, he's
4: holding a really powerful."
0: <laughs> it's not, you know. Now just, you know, reach it. He says, "Not farther than the wrist." She reaches in. She kind of rummages a little bit. She goes, oh, pulls the bat, uh, book out, looks at it, flips through it. He says, "Yes, good." Uh, We'll, we'll uh, talk about the ramifications of two-dimensional theory on a three-dimensional plane at a different time, but we're going to talk business right now. Uh, please, please. She puts... Uh, he says, Put that away, please. She puts the book back in the bag, slunks the, the bag over her shoulder, where you're fairly certain it's going to stay. And then she sits back down. She says, okay, good. Now, that's taken care of. Good, 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 good. good. Now, so back to your question this as you see can showcase some of the great uh, abilities that my kind can do now we do embrace the idea of mystery we just can't tell you all our tricks one it's no fun and two as you you know any technology that you that your species isn't prepared for tends to explode in your face and take hundreds of millions of lives with it so uh you'll forgive me if i'm if I limit your exposure to uh, what we do.
1: Okay. I will hmm. never forgive you.
0: What? Is it you! what did you say?
4: I will never forgive you!
0: Oh, well, that that's perfectly fine. Um, he then goes, he, he then actually says, in perfect Pak Mara, which is, very difficult for a you know, human. Uh, man, no, no, it's he, impossible.
4: You need throat plates. But I assume he has some yes. kind
0: of modification. Where he just kind of opens his mouth and out comes a pochmarah, which is essentially saying, um, whatever the pochmarah equivalent is of I absolve you in the name of, etc etc etc." I don't know popura culture that well before I could, you know, say such phrases, but you get the idea of what comes out of his mouth.
4: Uh, I make a gesture with my my face tentacles, which most people are not going to recognize, but I am flipping him off. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, I
4: am a fucking librarian. He doesn't have the authority to absolve me of anything.
0: True. But he, you know, he, 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 he laughs a little bit. Ah, ha, ha! Good to see the good old-fashioned pac uh humor. Well in place. I like it. Anyway! Yes, yes. So he sits back down. He pulls out uh, a pen, and promptly puts it in his mouth like he's chewing on, like he's smoking a cigarette. And "So, oh, okay." So,
1: here's here's my problem. Now. I okay, negotiated with ahead. you Please. for the answers to three questions, and you won me to free your ship uh the answers you gave me are not nearly as useful or take nearly as much time as it will to free your ship and i'm not the one who can free your ship ultimately uh i need to negotiate that with the commander or acting commander um i have to give him a little more can you help us out of this space into some area of known space or not
0: he sits back. He he puts the pen back in his mouth, like um, <laughs> like Jay Jonah Jameson sucking on a cigar. I mean, literally, it's just that same sort of image. He says, oh, well, while and he takes it out again when he talks. Uh, he says, "While I can help with some things here, I don't think even your commander has the ability to get to unwield uh, to unweld my ship from the bulkhead."
1: Why ask? Allow it? me you don't to see what can. We can do it. We get enough engineers on this. Well, I don't think...
0: He says, well, if you have enough engineers, I can see what can happen. I'm more than happy to take that risk. Think of me as a Merlin in this situation. Allow me to point you in the right direction so that way I can keep to my vows of mystery and secrecy amongst my brethren, but also assist you in the same way. Does that bode well for you? No,
4: it bodes (laughs)
0: <laughs> I sense a theme here. Uh, in that case, what would bode well for you? He just kind of motions to, to Miragrath.
4: Thorough AND HELPFUL COMMUNICATION! INFORMATION PRESENTED IN GOOD FAITH!
0: He says, I, he takes out the thing, I absolutely wish to present information in good faith, but-
4: Clear mission requirements.
0: <laughs> he kind of sighs and says,
4: oh, uh, A definitive I time I table for goals achieved.
0: He kind of says, oh, if I have to do this, I have to do this, fine. Puts the pen back in his mouth, pulls it out, because it's obviously a, a, a pen cap that he leaves in his mouth, Puts it out. Again, starts writing in the, the air, various diagrams, charts, programs, a circuitry, all left, right, and center. And you're looking at this going, is he making art? Is he trying to make a statement? Is this all going to explode in our face? Until you realize that what he's drawing is essentially a logic map on the definitions of honor, morality, and helpfulness. To which he says we're trying to get here i will give you the information here but i recognize the resistance here here and here whereas the flow chart also indicates a certain usage of my information can be here which can be and he twists the 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 diamond of the flowchart there says, can be twisted in the wrong direction, which will get us not here, but over here, which is death and destruction. So you will excuse me by not handing over my entire repertoire of tips and tricks so that you guys can eventually destroy yourselves while you fight over the littlest detail, thinking at least one of you has a scope of idea of what you're even dealing with.
4: So. Okay. Pause. One, Uh, is this motherfucker trying to argue semantics with me? Because both Mirgarat and Becca will throw down on them. Oh, good stand.
1: I stand up, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you're obviously Uh not going to be any helpful. Uh, Give us any helpful information. We can destroy ourselves with or without you, so I'm not terribly worried about that, (laughs) case in point, my planet. Um, And... I still don't have anything to convince the captain or the commander to let you go, but I might do it just because you're so goddamn annoying. Where's the door? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he, uh, he points back at the bookcase. I believe you're looking for pride and prejudice.
1: Miragret, do you want to stay and argue with him? Uh, give me just a sec. There's
4: a thing I have to look
1: up. Okay. And then I'll look at Yarny and say, you're welcome to stay.
0: She goes, Mistress, please. I I, I think this would be helpful in the long run. I, I think, again, his information, he's eccentric, he's weird. I get that. I have been around eccentric and weird my whole life. I'm Centauri! <laughs> but... Look at what he's already offered you.
1: What has he offered me?
0: Because <laughs> maybe
1: I missed it, but I don't think he's offered anything.
0: She, so... she, she turns turns to... Go ahead. Go, uh, Becca. Oh,
4: sorry, no, no. Please continue.
0: Okay. She turns to, to Edlin and then back to Tuli. He just gave us a map of where we are. He then gave us coordinates.
1: We knew where we were. That doesn't help and us And what can get you do with coordinates? Unless there's a gate, I don't know. Triangulation. Okay, but we know where we are. That's not the problem. The problem <laughs> is, was we're not near a gate. We can't get anywhere.
4: Yeah, the problem is not where are we? The problem is can't get there from here. In one <laughs>
1: lifetime.
0: <laughs> he then says, yes. As I said, there are networks within my network that I may be able to utilize to get you in the direction you need to be. I can't take you to my home. That is forbidden. I can, however, at least try to get you on the right track to where you need to be.
1: Yeah, that is true. But there's a lot of ifs and maybes and, you know in there I can talk to the captain and see about getting your ship free I can't do it myself so that
0: is what it's, I'm he going says to go that's, do I'm not asking you to take out a screwdriver I'm not asking you to, to uh, break out a welding kit and go out EVA on the hull and start carving away I could do that I'm just asking for assistance in the right direction, and I'm doing this at the time as was foretold because of her. And he Mm -hmm. points right at your knee.
4: So, Neergrat is going to draw themselves up to their full height, which I have no idea. Which is very tall. It is? Okay, cool. I'm not used to that. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Yeah. All right. So Miragrat is going to draw themselves up to their full height. And uh, they're going to point at, uh, what's his face? Scrab?
0: Oh, no, his, his name is Edlund. Uh, Scrab Edlund. was what I had previously. I realized it was, yeah, Edlund. Edlund. So. Uh, e, uh, E-D-L-U-N-D. So
4: Miragrat's going to point at Edlund and say.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You, Techno Mage, who believe that sharing this information would give us the power to destroy ourselves, you do not know that the Pachmara already created the weapon that would not just destroy our own culture, but bring the entire galaxy into disarray. We had the power once to destroy everything, and we That's canon, y'all, uh, page 31 of the, uh, of the Pachmorah, uh, guide.
0: Handbook? I see. Yeah. you just made
4: that <laughs> word up. No. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> it is canon that the Pachmorah created a weapon called the pl- Quantiplasmic Hyperspace Eroder that was designed to simulate, uh, the thing that Sheridan did and was able to collapse hyperspace boundaries upon an area of space. Uh... Sheridan weapons, did this? No, the Pachmara created this.
0: Okay, you said something similar to what Sheridan did, and I went, what? What? Yeah. Uh, the so, once dead, continue. Holy
4: returned Sheridan uh, did this against the shadows uh, to collapse hyperspace boundaries upon an area of space. Um, and. Hmm. Um, after testing the weapon with unfathomed success upon a Drak carrier group being blockaded by Centauri Loyalists, all of which were utterly consumed by the dimension tearing weapon, the Council of Deliberations came together to forever ban the use of the weapon and the forming of further Councils of Judgment. So not only do we not, did we ban the use of the weapon, we banned the formation of the Council that would be able to reverse that ban. <laughs> so, fuck this enough. fucking techno-mage for thinking that we're not capable of recognizing when we have the power to destroy ourselves.
0: <laughs> he says, that's very good. That's very wise, the pac
4: Yeah, your already left. Like, However,
0: mm-hmm. uh, well, you've he, he, got to get through the door first. Uh, <laughs> he says, yeah, but he says, that may be true, but can you say the same for any motions to do Lee? Or to other people on this ship? Can you assure me that every last person in this ship will not take this knowledge and, per- and will not take this knowledge and pervert it to their own use? I respect you, of the Papara. I respect that you had the wisdom and forethought to have such a weapon and ability, and say to yourself, "Yeah, this isn't a good idea."
4: You did not you know about sure. that. You respect us now because I told you. You know yes. nothing, he, about this.
0: he says, and now Murgaret,
4: is saying this on the on their way to the door, and then they will leave.
0: Hmm. Yeah. He says, I'm a techno mage. I'm not God.
4: Mirgarat's going to poke their head through the door. We Oh, so there's no,
0: there's no door yet. Remember, he pointed the bookcase, and he says, "I believe you're looking for Pride and Prejudice." There's uh, no door yet. It's just a bookcase.
4: Listen. <laughs> you're <grabbing. laughs> I hope this guy enjoys airflow.
0: <laughs> hope this guy enjoys air oh right. You're you're letting off his stink, aren't you? Uh... <laughs>
4: no, I'm using my mini plasma cutter. Oh jeez. Oh, it's a little uh <laughs> a little extreme. Yep. No, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> going. I'm going to take. Yeah. I'm going to take the book and Dorify the wall, and then I'm going to leave.
0: Oh, okay. You, you, you know, give me a quick notice check, though, just to make sure you can find it, because it is a bookshelf full of books.
4: I mean, he said Pride and Prejudice. I'm a yeah. librarian, Dan. I can Be- find a fucking book.
0: <laughs> I still, I still would look very much like a uh, a role. Yeah, release. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't say it again. Mm.
4: Nine. Nine. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put like, a book break. on the fucking bookshelf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're like. He just sits back, kind of says, Oh. <sighs> very well. He uh stands up, heads over towards the bookcase. He uh, motions for your to say, okay. come back at another time. I believe you know the correct words. If your mistress requires you, you may stay, but if you ever wish to learn more, you know where to find me. She says, I- I'll be back." He says, I-, I believe so and I wish you the- I wish you the greatest of wisdom upon your journey. She just bows again. I, I-, I-, I will. And then he goes over to the bookcase as Miragrat is promptly just chucking books off left, right, and center. Um, and then she looks, uh, he looks over between the two of you and just starts laughing a little bit. I'm guessing at this point, Miragrat gives him, it gives him the equivalent of the evil eye and Dooley just kind of looks. Miragrat doesn't so even
4: Miragrat just keeps chuck, chucking books behind them.
0: Mhm. He just point. He literally points at Mirgrat and then at Dooley. Pride and prejudice, and then promptly pulls a data crystal out from behind Dooley's uh, head, and he says, "Bring this to the captain or whomever. See if it's any use. If it is, you know where to find me. I'm not going anywhere, and I have things to build. In the meantime, he like he he basically drops it. Since, uh, you, I'm guessing you don't have your hand out outstretched. He just kind of drops it in your collar. He says, in the meantime, have a lovely time. And then he just looks over and says uh, he, he literally just you know, he says, uh, Jane Austen and then the door opens.
4: Uh, Mirgarat's going to leave, shouting
1: Sense and sensibility was better! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just shaking my head and going after Mirgrath. This guy is just too weird for me.
0: <laughs> uh commercial break. He actually pokes right his back. head out No problem. Well, before you go, yeah. he actually pokes head out and says, Y'all come back now, you hear? Oh and then the door closes behind him. So oh. uh <laughs> the bit with Julie and uh Mirgratz, they wander back away. Uh Julie still has the Uh, crystal in her collar and once you guys leave uh, the door closes again making it flush with the wall like you can't see where it is so
1: I look at Yarny um, uh, you can find this place again right she she nods her head quite yes it does us no good to try and remove his ship from our ship if we can't find his ship
0: she says, I, I couldn't tell you where it is on a, on a blueprint, but I could lead you back here very easily, yes.
1: Okay. You are welcome to stay with him anytime you want. I mean, I think we're both... ...deluding ourselves and thinking our contract stands.
0: She, kind of, she uh, nods a bit and says, Our contract may be different but you got me out of the situation. I still have loyalty to you, and I still want to see you get to a better place. Ask of me what you will, I will do what I can, anytime, anywhere. Hmm. Thanks to you, I have a new name, a new identity, and I'm no longer a slave, going to be bound to someone who would do horrible things to me. I will use whatever skills and powers I learn for you. (laughs) She says, well, she looks over and says, I can understand why you don't agree with that system. Which, by the way, hearing that from a Centauri to a Narn, Mm -hmm.
4: just saying. Yeah, it's almost like when the shoe's on the other foot, it really feels different. (laughs)
0: Empathy. (laughs) Which was one of the, you know, one of the whole points of the show, but yeah. So yes, so while you guys head back, I think it's time for Ty. yep. Uh, Becca, Tori, sit back, have a drink, enjoy. <laughs> so tie. Mm-hmm. Um. So you had wandered into. Uh, sorry, you had been invited into the chapel. When last mm-hmm. we saw you, um, you entered, light opened, came through, light closed. Mm-hmm. So allow me to describe what you see on the other side first of all the light is for many many reasons there are candles torches uh i won't say laser lights or bright led lights but definitely the place is illuminated in almost the oldest sense of the word um it is uh an aura of light that seems to emanate from both the floor the walls but they're not the bright spot here there seems to be an inner chapel inside the chapel. Basically, you're kind of in a um, a waiting room, for lack of a term, or a... a By the way, for those of you who actually, is, if anybody here actually does attend church on a regular basis, what there is the term for the area between the outer door and the inner door of the chapel. Does anyone know what that is? Where?
1: Mm-hmm. Nope.
0: I don't know. Okay. Wait, okay. foyer? Kind of like okay. foyer, but uh, again, I know there's the... Oh, do you
1: not, not
2: know what it is you're know, asking us? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes! No, that's that's exactly what I'm part. doing. Is I is, nah. I I'm gonna google parts thing.
1: of church. Yeah, there is there is a specific <laughs> name for it. For I thought this was a trivia letter. thing. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay, so what, what, um...
2: Oh, I think wh- it's called the nave. actually. N-A-V-E. Oh, okay. I don't know why I know that. It just popped into my head.
1: Okay, I have a
4: diagram. It I am put. I'm going to okay. put the diagram in the general. Okay.
0: All right. Oh, the nave is the central principal part of a Christian church. Okay, so you were close. Okay. But uh, extending from the entrance uh, to the transepts. Uh, so yes, I believe you're correct. I believe that is called the Knave. Nice. There Definitely you go. I no don't
2: know that, but I, I just do, I guess.
0: It was just of in Moses.
2: there. It was just in there. Yep. For some reason.
0: Okay, so yes, thank you. I needed that word, the Knave. Very cool. uh, <laughs> 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 Round two, fight. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> If I ever do, if I ever become a director, I'm not going to say, you know, take two directors, it's going to be round one. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'm uh, yep, the there it PAX. is, either the narthex or the nave is technically the actual, uh, term. So yes, but, so you're in there and there are people in various robes, a lot of white, they're in also suits that are white or a lot of clothing that has seen a lot of bleach, a lot of bleach. And so everyone is white upon white, everything else like that. But almost all of them have a particular jewelry. Most of them are, are pendants, but some of them are rings or wrist bracelets, or even one person who has it as a replacement eye. Uh, okay,
4: that's badass.
0: Can
1: you? I...
0: <laughs> can you guess what the jewelry
1: is?
2: Sure can, it must be a blue pendant. I was Blue crystalline. Indeed, yes. Crystal.
0: That's what. I mean. Um. Yes. They go. They go. Ah, oh, welcome. Please. And they they start with the basic parts so where they kind of like give you a quick blessing, wave uh, something that smells like burning frankincense over you. Then they kind of ask you questions. You know, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? How can we help?
2: Um. I don't need anything. I'm just stopping by.
0: Just, uh, you know, putting in an appearance. They, they kind of goes, You are, uh, we understand. You are seeking guidance, wisdom, information. We can handle that. We can help with that. We have all the information of the ancient times and of future times. But please, they kind of, after waving everything over you, you could tell they're doing some, some, uh, ritual stuff by, you know, waving crystals over you. Not like, like, like quartz crystals. But again, waving the, the. Data crystals. uh, (laughs) (laughs) The blue crystal around. They actually have like a wand with a blue crystal at the end, which is about the size of probably about two inches on, on uh, either side, but it's, it's a perfect cube. And they kind of wave it around you point towards you. And it's like, all right, there's that. And they said, they look over, they then look at the wand. They kind of press it to their forehead and they close their eyes and they go. Yes. I think we could help. Please, bathe in the light and know the way. And they point towards the inner doors. And there's, like I said, from one set of doors to the next, it's you know probably about maybe 20, 30 feet. But there are another set of doors. In this case, they look less like doors from the hall or sections for rooms or things like that. But almost like somebody had rebuilt the doors. Uh, in a double door uh, uh, sense, uh, but it's still using the Babylon Five uh, <laughs> gull wing entrance, if you call it, you know, to use a term. The sliding doors.
2: Okay, that's a little weird, but I'll uh, just go. I go they that just... way, I guess. I'm not going to argue about this.
0: Okay. All right. As you open, the, open the, uh, go through the double doors. They open on their own. <sighs> Butterfly open. You kind of walk through and you see where the real light is coming from. Besides the fact there are rows of benches, not unlike pews, there are pillows and uh, beanbag chairs and mattresses all over the floors, but not in like scattered everywhere, but in like very neat, precise manners. Other than that, most of the front area from the crossing way, to, way past to the sanctuary, uh, yes, I'm looking at the the uh, church map that that, Becca had put up, and stealing <laughs> phrases from that. Um, that whole area is very blank. All the walls are blank. It's bathed in, there's a red light coming from the side, but that's not part of the brightness that you're seeing. Um, you're probably gonna do a will save soon, but I'm just going to illuminate the picture for you anyway. What you see initially are people in the seats, bowing and praying. Some of them are reading. Some of them are uh, taking, have, have books upon them, which they are examining and bowing and uh, reciting from, uh, things like this. It all seems to come as a, as a choir, but you look up towards the altar. Before it is a couple of figures, some large, some small, all in white suits who are giving praise to this, person hanging from the ceiling, but not hanging as if, you know, as if they've been, you know, strung up or, uh, you know, or suffered a hanging or anything else like that. It's almost like a levitation or uh, like a sun ritual or, you know, again, not hooks in the skin, but otherwise they are being kept aloft. I, in you know, arms and legs outstretched.
4: Light as a head, stiff as a board.
0: <laughs> but not flat, not flat as in, like, a horizontal, flat as in vertical. So imagine feather, Stiff aboard as a person standing, but they're standing with their arms and legs outstretched, their head back a little bit, their, uh, their uh, uh, mouth open, eyes closed, and you notice that every last inch of skin is covered in glowing tattoos, just radiantly glowing tattoos. First of all, I'll need an intelligence check, real quick. So okay. your intelligence.
2: I think I know oh, where this is going. Oh, you know this about, what this is about, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Ty is dumb, so I'm just gonna pretend she doesn't. Fair enough. It's just the intelligence score, right?
0: Spice. Yes. So you just you your intelligence is 14?
2: Uh, 13.
0: 13, okay, so just roll a d20, and if it's 13 or under, you win.
2: 13.
0: 13, there you go, right on the building. Well, again, you're distracted by the light coming off these runes and tattoos that you realize are the exact tattoos you had on your previous body, except the ones you had were just on your hand and arm. These is every last inch of skin, just all over it from the the bottom of the feet to the top of the head. And that's when you notice the other aspect of the person floating. Can you guess? It's me, isn't it? Who else could it be? It is indeed I's body floating in mid-air covered in the luminescent tattoos.
2: Yeah, I don't want that back. It's
1: not okay, even now. Even in the 80s there was laser therapy. <laughs> ah. <Yeah, laughs> not
4: for like weird mystic tattoos that send you through time and space. Like th- these oh, are some weird. Tattoos.
2: Some weird's going on here.
4: They're <laughs> body snatcher tattoos.
1: Mm, yeah.
4: <laughs> like I don't know if lasers are going to help you against body snatchers.
1: Yeah, but we know a techno-mage now.
4: I think that's a little premature, and also, I don't think he's very helpful, so I don't know what you're expecting him to do. Oh, are you talking about Yorny?
2: Because she's cool. Uh... Well, I, guess
1: she- <laughs> I don't know if she's technically a Technomage yet, but she might be able to help.
2: I guess Ty's a human forever now.
4: Because, like, um, um, unless we're talking about Yorny, like, I don't think we should be expecting help from the Technomage quarter. Uh, I think help is, is the opposite of the kind of things he provides.
2: Yeah, actually, for help to tie is like asking someone, a Harry Potter wizard, that's turned up in real life for help.
0: Not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So you see your own body floating above that. One of the figures turns around from the altar. He looks over and says, welcome. Welcome to the Church of Yith. Have you come to view the holiest of books that inscribed itself upon… He raises his hand. Upon the chosen vessel?
2: Sure, that's… yeah, um, that's what I'm here for. I've
0: come to view the yep. book. The… the person looks over, and, um… Yeah, you know exactly who turned around, too.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Alan Gibson. Sorry, Alan, yeah, Alan Gibbons.
4: Gibbons!
0: Um, (laughs) He walks over. It's good to see you again. I suspect it's good for you to see you again. Isn't it?
2: Um, I don't know what you're talking about,
0: sir. (laughs) He looks over. He looks over and laughs. Oh, please. We know that it's you, Ty. You may inhabit the body of Dr. Spears, but we know that it's you. We were alerted of your presence. You had to go where you had to go. But we had somebody who informed us of who you were, where you were, and we can sense when a body has hopped. And he looks over at, you know, he braces up, you yourself told us how to find you. We've just been waiting for you to show up. But please, come and bathe in the reverence, and become one of us again. We need people who can help navigate us to our permanent home. Someone like you. Someone who values money. Someone who values calmness. Someone who wants out of this situation and back to your normal life?
4: God damn it, I was counting or on Ty to leave all of his bullshit, but that seems exactly like what she wants.
2: <laughs> Listen, Ty is a lot of things, so she's not stupid, and she doesn't make the same mistake twice very often. And after someone's fucked her over once, she doesn't just trust them again, so she is going to. Back away, slowly,
0: towards whence she came. He looks over and says, Oh, leaving? Perhaps you'd like to speak to our high priest, the once true leader of the Yith race, the great collective mind who has seen into the dark future and the distant past and knows what is to come. Perhaps you should talk to our oracle. He." Waves at one of the other figures at, at the altar.
2: It's gonna be fucking Madame Vidrasini. No, thank you. I am not religious.
0: And one of the figures turns around and says, Are you sure, Mom?
1: <gasps> <laughs> oh, no.
2: First of all, I know this is not my kid because he is in timeout with <laughs> the. <laughs> One guy, and... the brains. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm leaving. The the oracle in in Tuvo's body just bows, and he says, I know, Mom, but isn't this also what you want? Your son brought back to normal? You brought back to normal? A life away from this nonsense? So you can get back to trucking and gambling and seeing the universe and just being as far away from trouble as possible.
2: Yeah, see, the thing about that is it doesn't matter if I pretend none of this happened, because it did. And it is just going to find me again, because it always does. So So who's to
0: say it's not found you again?
2: There's no and this point could be fighting trouble? it. Or trying to change it. I
4: am leaving. Man nihilism is the best defense against anything, isn't it? Ah! Ah, ah, ah!
0: <laughs> he that he waves and says, "The doors are <laughs> always open, mother. You're welcome back anytime." But rest assured, this ship is full of our followers. This ship is full of us. And one way or the other, we are getting our new home back. Yeah,
2: whatever, you good luck with that. you help us or not. Not my problem.
0: They bow again. Come and see us anytime. The book is to be read and knowledge gleaned. He bows, until then, mother. Bye-bye. Say hi to daddy for me.
4: This is so clearly <coughs> not Ty's kid.
2: This is incredibly crazy. <laughs> yep, That's the I, point I will turn around and walk the fuck out.
0: By the way, I have to pause. The gasp I got out of Becca made all this <laughs> worth it.
4: <laughs> For a second I I forgot that Tuvo was one of my interns.
2: Yeah, now he's. Ty knows that this is not Tubo. So she's doesn't care what happens to this in Tubo's body, and she's not dumb. She Uh doesn't make a bad deal with the same guy twice. Like, come on now.
4: Yeah, fool me once, shame on me. (laughs) Fool me twice, ain't gonna fucking happen. Uh I believe is how Ty says that proverb. Uh huh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Take my body once, shame on me. Take my body twice, I'm gonna have your freaking head. <laughs>
2: anyway, Ty is leaving to immediately go find the acting captain, assuming she gets out the door and nobody okay. really tries to stop her or whatever. I guess she'll try yeah, to call Dooley again on the way. Dooley didn't okay. pick up last time. But
0: she'll try. So, you no. Know, and again, based on the amount of time Dooley. Based on what's happening to you and the amount of time I spent with the Technomage, you leave the chapel faster than they leave the Technomage's ship. Mm -hmm. So when you initially leave and try to call, you're still getting nothing.
4: Yeah, well, she didn't have to find a secret door to get out of the chapel.
0: (laughs) Which is great, because she would be there for the rest of her life. (laughs) That's right. You don't exactly have the highest notice skill. Not
4: sure she has the lowest, either.
0: So... I mean, I gave her a couple yeah.
2: <laughs> points, but I'd use double points, so it's still not very high. Is this not one of her life skills? <laughs> Somehow.
0: Uh, it's just how the worker. You, you, you did trader class, right? Yeah, it's trader, not worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just how the trader class is done. I don't entirely agree with it. There's all sorts of other people who are making new versions of the Babylon 5 game out there, but nothing's come out of it, so I just kind of run with it. Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, exactly. So, but as you leave. Again, the people in the uh, vestibule or uh, people in the outer area, the nave, uh, All again, you know, bow. You're welcome back to any time to, em- to embrace the light of knowledge. And you're like, get on my face. They open the doors for you. You leave. As you leave, people pass you on the way through uh, steerage. You know, embrace the light of knowledge. May the light uh, uh, find spirit within you. A new home awaits us all. And you're seeing these people. At random, not all of them, but enough that it starts to worry you.
4: That's how cults
2: You know how on Marwind, if you get... maybe you don't, if you get far enough in the game in Marwind, like, people just start coming up to you on the street, like, spouting some fucking cult nonsense? <laughs> just like that.
0: You make your way towards the captain. By the time you get from steerage to first class, by that point, Lee and and Mirgrat and Yorni have left the Technomage ship, and if now, once you guys leave the bookcase and enter into the normal ship, basically by the time you get the, y'all come back now, you hear? Uh, which is obviously sarcasm, just be like, just total sarcasm. That's when uh, you guys start hearing the chimes and beeping and you have one message uh, <laughs> from... From Ty going, uh, I, I'm about to go into the chapel. Uh, if essentially, if I don't make it out, tell my son he's still grounded.
1: <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> Duly comes out of the space muttering, "Just my luck, I finally find a technomage, and it's the insane one." <laughs> <laughs> not crazy, just a dick. Yeah, I mean, crazy. We there, can work there on. have. <sighs> I, I'm not sure um and there are people who have argued that that's one and the same um <laughs> but yeah we get that message and uh yeah i'm gonna swear and um <laughs> look over at Mirgratt and say okay well i guess we're going to go to the chapel <laughs> Go into the
4: chapel and there, there There's your, there's your title, Dan. <laughs> Go into the chapel of the fall. Um, I'm gonna continue uh, way, calling Julie on my way that, to knocking. the thing.
2: Like, if she doesn't okay. pick up, I will call so, again. This isn't like a one and done thing.
0: Okay. No problem. So yes, yeah, the, I guess yeah. The chapter title of going to the chapel is not a bad one at all. So yes, yeah, so you call. Um, Depends on how we split the episode up, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so you call uh lee again and say, uh, this is what's going on, and uh, you know, Doo-Lee, actually, you get the chime as you basically turn tail away from the captain uh, for the bridge, going, we have to get to steerage now. All the way towards steerage is when you hear the chime of, you know, this is this is high. please pick the hell up.
1: Okay, so yeah, we will answer this time.
2: Yellow. Okay. Um, we, there, yeah, I'm going to the bridge to talk this over, and it would just be more convenient if you also went to the bridge. I have something everyone's gonna be real interested in.
1: What, what, you, what were you thinking, going to that place, without backup?
2: I wasn't gonna wait, I didn't have time to wait, I'll go over it, I'll, I'll explain. You didn't <laughs> pick up, why didn't you answer the phone?
1: I met a techno-mage.
2: You know, normally I would be extremely weirded out or upset by this, but I have used up my quota of emotions for the day. I think. So... That's nice for you. I hope it was lovely.
1: It was awful! He's a jerk! Yeah, I kind of... I pull the phone away or the communicate away and kind of look at it and go, uh, Fine, I will meet you on the bridge.
2: <laughs> See you there. See you there. Don't... If you, if someone says something weird to you, just don't talk to them. Just keep walking. Pretend that you didn't notice.
1: So, all I have to do is say that, you know, Ty gave me permission not to talk to anybody because they're all weird.
2: I mean, weirder than usual. Obviously, I meant weirder than usual. Oh... Really?
4: (laughs) Uh, is going to puff their chest out with the absolute knowledge that they are not weird at all, and so they get to (laughs) (laughs) talk
0: really.
1: Alright. We will head to the chapel.
3: Ah, I think I know a song about that. Anyway. Um, while we're dealing with our own technical difficulties. Ah! Won't you join us next time on another episode of Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story, where hopefully we will have much better ability to deal with technological issues like we used to in the old days! What do you mean a useless Thursday? This is what
0: I get, I get, I... And... That's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash Odyssey, or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r slash b 5 Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing, utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.